0: Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Urbandale. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Christ Jesus. Today we conclude Mike's message on Luke. The people of Capernaum were interested in retaining the miracle worker for themselves. Jesus was interested in taking the good news of the kingdom of God to other cities. Now I said Jesus was interested In all reality, it was more than interest. It was his mission. He said, this is what I was sent for. He was sent to announce, to bring, to model the kingdom of God. It sounds pretty important. So what is the kingdom of God? You know, when people think of a kingdom, they typically think of a place But the kingdom of God is not a place as much as it is a time or a condition of being. A time or a condition of being. Think of it like this. A kingdom is the sphere in which a king exercises his authority and power. A kingdom is where a king is sovereign. And so it is with the kingdom of God. God's kingdom is is where God's authority and power holds sway over everything that goes on. Jesus was talking about this in the synagogue a few weeks earlier there in Nazareth. When he pulled out that, that reading from the, from the prophet Isaiah, and Jesus was basically teaching them that the kingdom of God is when the poverty of sin becomes the riches of grace. The kingdom of God is when the brokenhearted are mended and made whole. The kingdom of God is when captives of spiritual darkness are delivered into spiritual life. The kingdom of God is when the spiritually blind are given sight. The kingdom of God is when the oppressed are set free to live in the good grace of God. Without regard to place. Without regard to location. The kingdom of God is when the will of God is uncontested, and his creation is set free to be what they were intended to be. The importance of this is demonstrated in Matthew chapter 6, when Jesus began to teach the disciples how to pray. I call it the model prayer. Many of you know it as the Lord's Prayer. But when Jesus began to teach on prayer, he taught this. He said that when you begin to pray, you need to begin by giving reverence, honor, and praise to the Father. You need to reverence His name. You need to worship Him. You don't just rush into His presence and start asking for a whole lot of stuff. Take the time to recognize and acknowledge who He is. And I believe we can all agree, based on the way Jesus presents this information, that that worshiping the father and acknowledging who he is is of the utmost importance in that teaching but i want you to notice in matthew chapter 6 verse 10 what is the second thing that comes immediately after recognizing who god is he says after hallowed be your name your kingdom come and your will be done on Earth as it is in heaven, do any of us in here doubt this morning that in heaven, God's authority and will are always done? Anybody doubt that? I have no doubt. I feel extremely safe in affirming uh, that in heaven, God's authority and His will are never challenged. but can we say that is true on the Earth today? No, we cannot. And it is not, because right now the earth is not the kingdom of God. Right now the earth is the kingdom of Satan. How did he obtain this kingdom? How, how did this, this world that was created by the Lord Jesus, how, how did Satan come to have authority and power over it? Well, he did so when Adam, who was given dominion over this world, forfeited it. By choosing to come under the power of sin and thus under the power and sway of the devil. And ever since that time, the world has been his kingdom. But be encouraged. Satan's kingdom has a brief shelf life. It may not seem like that in the scope of history, but what is six, seven, eight, nine, 10,000 years uh, up against eternity? It's nothing. Jesus, in his first coming, Broke the stranglehold on this world from Satan and its people. And since then, Jesus has been establishing pockets of his kingdom in the midst of Satan's kingdom. Do you realize that's what's going on in the earth today? Those churches that are being planted, do you realize what they are? They're little pockets of the kingdom of God. And they're being planted right in the heart of someone else's kingdom. Think of it like this. Every born-again follower of Christ is an expression still imperfect, but nonetheless an expression of the kingdom of God. Listen, if you are a born-again follower of Jesus Christ this morning, you need to realize that you're not just who you think you are. You are an expression of the kingdom of God. You are an expression of his rule and reign in this world. Each follower of Jesus, the flesh has been crucified to the power of sin. Your spirit has been made alive unto God. The indwelling power and presence of the Holy Spirit has been given to you. Literally, when an individual comes to faith in Jesus, it is an invasion of God's kingdom into that life. And then you continue for a time living in the midst of someone else's kingdom. Why? Why? Hey, listen to me. Why? If if, if the Lord has invaded your life and set up a, a, a little aspect of his kingdom in you, why would he leave you here in the midst of Satan's kingdom? Might I suggest that the reason he does that is so that you can be a lighthouse, so that you can communicate the truth of the message of the gospel, so that you can help those who receive the gospel to actually grow up in their faith? And here you thought, It was to build your retirement so that you could live comfortably in Florida. He leaves us here to represent his kingdom and to share the message of people being set free from poverty of soul, from brokenness of sin's curse, from captivity to sin's dominion, from blindness to their reality, and from oppression by the spiritual debt that they owe to God, which cannot be paid. That's why we're here. The Apostle Paul writes about this, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Notice what he says. He says, He, that is the Father, has delivered us, redeemed ones, listen, from the domain of darkness. See, that's the kingdom of this world right now, the domain of darkness, and transferred us into the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption. The forgiveness of sins. Truth point number three. What I just read to you and what I've been talking to you these last few minutes about is the good news of the gospel. That Jesus brings the ability to be rescued from the kingdom of sin and Satan whose end is death and destruction. And that it is possible for one to become a citizen of the glorious kingdom of God, which has no end and results in everlasting life. That is the gospel. And there's people all around us today who need to hear that message. Because believe it or not, there are people all around us who are wondering how they're ever going to get out of a meaningless life. And they're trying all kinds of things to find the pathway. But the only pathway from a meaningless life is to find meaning and purpose in the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to begin to wrap this up, so pay careful attention. Don't check out. And take this this morning, because this is really important that you do. No matter who you are, no matter who you are, you are under someone's authority and rule no matter who you are you live under someone's authority and rule many of us think that we live under our own authority and our own rule but if you believe that you are grossly deceived and here's why i say that adam's fall when adam fell It caused all of us to become fallen as well. And when we are born into this world, we are born into the kingdom of sin and Satan. You don't become a member of Satan's kingdom by committing your first sin. You commit your first sin because you're born into the kingdom and you can't do anything but that. And as we are naturally, we live under his rule and reign. And the only way out from under his rule and reign is through the death and resurrection of Jesus. The king of the glorious kingdom of God invaded the kingdom of sin and death. He took our poverty, our brokenness, our captivity, our blindness, and our oppression, and he dealt decisively with it in his body on the cross. And then, after dying in our place and dealing with the full wrath of God, on the third day he rose from death with the keys of death and hell in one hand and an open door to freedom in the other. And holding the keys of death and hell and the key and the door that is open to life everlasting. He says this. Whosoever will may come. Whosoever will may come. May come to the light. May come to love. May come to reconciliation and restoration with God may come to be adopted into the family of God, may come to be accepted as a citizen of God's kingdom, living under his good rule and reign. You see, you're either living under Satan's rule and reign or you're living under God's rule and reign. And there is no middle ground. He says, come and find everlasting life. Friends, this is the message that Jesus was sent to spread to the other towns. Friends, this is why Jesus even did the miracles. He didn't do the miracles just because he felt sorry for the the lame and the blind and the deaf. He wasn't just being generous just because I just feel sorry for you. No, he was showing who he was. He was demonstrating the authority that was his, the power that was his. And he said to those people there in Capernaum, I must go to other cities And I must proclaim this message as well so that people can see the authority and power of the Messiah. And this is why he could not be held by any one people. For Listen to this. For he came for every nation. He came for every tribe. He came for every tongue. Most important to you today is that he came for you if today you will hear his message and respond in faith-filled repentance. Will you come to him? Will you be set free today? Please understand, you are invited by Jesus to come. And the scripture tells us that all who come, no matter where they're from, no matter what they have done, no matter what the background is, he will not cast you out that he will embrace you this is On Mission the Mission Church is located at 12001 Bridgemont Drive in Urbandale to learn more about our ministry visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122 we gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. we would be honored for you to join us Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission.